0: That's good I ain't Yeah, I ain't go to nothing major this year Halloween's my favorite holiday I usually do a lot on Halloween I Is it? So. Yep, absolutely
1: You didn't celebrate this
0: year? I was too I was literally too busy And then It was snowing here on Halloween So I took the kids trick-or-treating For all of about 45 minutes Cause It was just too goddamn cold So
1: Wouldn't know what that's like
0: Yeah, I know you
2: wouldn't Love Love Lust
1: and that is so
0: I'm not gonna point no fingers to blame nobody, but somebody was on death's door. I ain't pointing no fingers. Trying it's been to been re- a
2: long time. Trying to we record. Left you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's your boy CEO Hayes is in the building with my lovely co-host, the mother of dragons herself, and it's Tanya D. All of
1: my blurs out there, shout out to you. I definitely was um black Khaleesi and Actually, Daenerys. Khaleesi was a little soft, but Daenerys will burn down the whole city, and
0: that's who I was. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yep. Is, How's every, your week been? It's been good. It's, it's yeah, it's been one of the more laid-back weeks I've had in a while, honestly, so. You deserve. Thank you. Thank you. Next week, though, is, so just Monday, I got, I got like four things to do Monday long, Two, Tuesday parent-teacher conference, another parent-teacher conference Thursday, piano practice for my, so yeah, this week is, this week coming up is gonna be a bitch.
1: Thank you for being a participatory
0: parent. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Parents man. are needed. And I definitely participate in tequila after. So that's what we're going to I
1: get. bet. <laughs> I bet.
0: So we do have a few topics this week. The first one, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we put this on, but I didn't want to change it up because it is important to talk about. So there was yes. a post going around. I know most of you guys have probably seen by now of a young woman who had just turned 17 and she did look older. But when I tell you, the post clearly says she just turned 17. These grown-ass men out here were going wild. And I saw you. You had, like, a couple of posts, a little mini rant, which I respected. But we got to talk about it here. Like, what? what, <laughs> <laughs> what, Because as a man seeing something like that, I do want to pull them inside and be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I know they wouldn't, like, I don't know. People are just, if you're a All creep, right. you're a creep. But what was your reaction to it? Well,
1: first and foremost... Um, the picture that they were looking at was extremely photoshopped and so she didn't even look like that (laughs) she was still a beautiful girl with a nice little body um, but it didn't look as mature um, because whoever did this photoshop really rounded those hips really you know Mm -hmm. slimmed that waist in gave her a very coca cola and clearly on her cake it said 16 like the other day she was 15 oh okay so it was kind of a disturbing because you have men that feel like I don't care how old she is. She's fine. Yeah. And I think that starts when girls start to develop. Men just stop caring. And I don't know what that is. But I did t- because I had time. <laughs> so I went to her page and, you know, you can see who your mutual followers are. Mm-hmm. And I saw just a list of of niggas, and I just shook my head off. I wanted to screenshot it and put it on the timeline and, like, do better. (laughs) But that's not my place. That's not my place. I let it ride. But especially on the Internet now, I think just this generation, I was talking to uh, my sister about this. It's just this generation of girls, it's a couple things that's happening to make, like, they look like me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a very voluptuous girl, and they look like me in ninth, 10th, 11th grade. And I think it's a combination of one, if you grew up in a black household, fast food is just not, no, Mm. those are just like, you know, Friday, you can eat out some McDonald's, but Sunday through Thursday, your mama gonna make a meal. Friday, you may eat some fast food. Saturday, you're on your fucking own. And then (laughs) Sunday, she will make a Sunday meal. But you have more parents now who don't have the time to cook. They're working two jobs. So they're going to grab the Wendy's. They're going to grab the Taco Bells and whatever's on the way home. So you have a generation of kids growing up that's primarily eating fast food, um, be it in schools because the cafeterias have McDonald's burgers and pizza and fries. Um, And so you have that aspect of just the foods that now kids are eating Mm. and they're not as active as they used to be i know you went outside to play and i went outside to play and got musty and smelled like outside (laughs) outside and sun is they smell anyway we took the time to go outside we wanted to go outside you had play clothes yeah i don't know how many kids are getting out there to to play because they have an ipad they have tablets they have apps They have social media. They have so many things to distract them. So they're less active and they're eating crazy things. And so that's why you have obese children in middle school, high schools, you know, and more prevalent now than it used to be. So I think those hormones, whatever hormones is in fast food, the McDonald's nuggets, whatever pace that is, it's making, I feel like it's making kids overdevelop. Like you see, you're seeing girls with like a double D. And she's 15, 16 years old. Um, So I I feel like that's happening more now. But as far as the men, it's like, I don't know how to counter that because little girls aren't safe. So long as their body starts feeling out, you even have men as like a couple more mango seasons, like predatory, like waiting. Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna wait till you turn 18. And it's like, you don't care if she's 18 or not. It's like our Kelly thing. He didn't. Listen, and so when people blame the little girls for looking grown, I get pissed off because I'm like, one, they can't control that. Um, And two, if let's say, because like I said, this R. Kelly thing, I had a strong debate about the R. Kelly and Kanye thing on my show. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, I don't like when people compare what Kanye does like a heinous crime of like sexual assault i'm like just saying things people don't like is not the same as sexually harassing women or assaulting women or raping you know what i'm saying it's not that malicious um but i feel like those men whose eyes are on those little girls they don't really care if it was 15 16 17 18 they don't care because they look the part so and that, and you that, fellas need to work on yourselves.
0: Listen, I don't associate with no. And I was so happy that nobody that I'm like cool with followed that young lady. Because we would, like, if I'm actually cool with you, we're going we gonna to have that conversation. But um, yeah, and, and it does go unnoticed. Like, it's even back when we were in high school or when I was in high school, there were the people that, uh, like, the juniors who were dating freshmen or sophomores in college. Like, that shit is still creepy as fuck. And now it's even more so people feel more comfortable coming out and saying it in public and on social media and lusting over these girls because of their body. And it's just like, I, as a father, the shit disgusts me as a man, the shit disgusts me. There's no level in which you can tell me, I don't care what she shaped like, because all I'm thinking in my head, you're 17 it's fucking years old. It's a child. Yeah.
1: And only one of us know it's wrong. <laughs>
2: it's- only
1: one of us of the two, if, uh, an underage person and an adult, only one of you know that there is a distinct difference and one of you should know better. Yeah. And that's why, like, the R. Kelly thing used to piss me off when people would be, oh, but the girls are so grown and they were being fast. And I'm like, hello, everybody's fast at 15, 16, 17. You think you know everything yeah. at that age. And so you're trying to tell me, as a young lady, you know, a young girl, a superstar millionaire who's making music that you graduate to, um, comes up to you and is interested in you, I will have my parents be pissed off at me. I'm going with that person. (laughs) (laughs) Come to my party. Come to my 15, 16, 17-year-old girls. Absolutely. And so, again, I knew that was the girls are thinking, oh, this person is finding an interest in me. And that's what the disgusting part is, the manipulation. And I think that when men do it online, because you said, like, Like you said, more men are doing that, more kind of like just out there. Yes, I'm attracted to this child. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody else brought up on Twitter, too, the teen section of porn, like the category of like teens. It shouldn't even be a thing, but you have Caucasians and Asian males who operate these websites and they're going to keep it up because there are men clicking on it. There's somebody interested in in children in that way, so um, I think that when men do it online, there's a sense of anonymity yeah. because you're behind this profile and you can kind of be who you want to be, yeah. so you'll say that thing that you would never say in real life, but um, yeah, it's very strange and I fucking hate it.
0: And, and it's definitely predatory. Um, and, like, you, you brought up, like, the teen section of porn. It's just, like, men who purposely date women who still look very adolescent, in a sense. That shit is creepy as fuck to me. Like, don't get me wrong. They're grown, so I can only judge so much. But when right. you notice a trend, like, if you like if you have a friend or someone that you even know kind of offhand, every woman they date looks very young, It maybe is underdeveloped, doesn't have breasts or ass, and it's like, all right, what are you—what's your I thing see- here?
1: And, and it's like, no shade to my petite girls. Girl, y'all are doing it. But listen, when they're super, super, super petite, where they look like, I hate to say it, like little boys,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where, like you said, they're not only just um, slim, but they're short in stature that kind of just resembles a child. And when men are interested, and i be like, maybe she has an awesome personality or something, but it is difficult to look at sometimes, even though they are are an adult
3: uh it definitely uh looks away yeah yeah definitely um but
0: we're gonna we're gonna move off that because we gotta jump out of the frying pan and into the fire is that what the saying is uh, saying goes (sighs) my lord (laughs) so pastor wilson i know again i know this this content is a little bit old but we gotta talk about it this video that just went around first of all the man went from from eating ass to licking pussy you can't go from the shitties to the sugar like that like that's a bit weird but (laughs) but I go okay
1: I was minding my black ass business Uh and scrolling the twitter or something and all I see is this elderly man licking twat and I was just like I just know whatever it's about it's not for me what I didn't know this this situation I didn't Uh know what was going on all I knew is the content was not for me and and I've seen a couple people like dress up. Wilson. <laughs> <That> sh- <laughs> man, that made
0: family. Halloween lit.
1: Shout out to y'all. Um, but it was just like they are—they j- are people. You understand? They are people, and I know they like to list themselves as like God's representative. But at the end of the day, you are a person, and you have a sexual appetite, and you fuck up, and you still lie, and you—you're still human. And I think, one, we just don't want to see anyone's pastor giving anybody the child. We don't want to see. So um, I just thought it was a strange video to even have been a thing. And I just did. I could have gone my whole life just not seeing that at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 really fucking weird. And I didn't even know. So I had no idea. Like, I, I think I had been off of, like, Twitter. I hadn't really been on most of the day and Mm -hmm. i see this hash this pastor wilson hashtag so i'm gonna i'm gonna click it because i see a lot of people talking about it and as soon as the video came up i was like yeah no i'm good i'm just i'm done i'm i'm good on this i'm good on seeing old people um do cunnilingus anyway but the fact that you're a pastor
1: to this day that's why i don't listen to sexual healing (laughs) to this day i when i tell you i hate anybody that knows me personally knows how i feel about that song because in my mind all i can picture is like really wrinkly people with no teeth rubbing up against each other and i just don't like the image um so i definitely don't want to see them eating pussy that's just no i don't want to see it so um actually let's just move forward from this topic because um i'm getting nauseous
0: okay so you you, <laughs> you you don't want me to you don't want me to send pastor wilson to your dms
1: moving on
0: <laughs> all right yes. moving on no. um The next one, relationship red flags. What are the top three red flags we each feel someone should look out for when entering into a new relationship?
2: Oh,
1: this is really good. This is really good because I feel like people are so love-deprived right now Mm -hmm. that they'll just overlook so many things because they just want to belong to somebody. And it's unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate to kind of just throw all of your caution to the wind just to say that you have somebody to love on it that, that loves on you. But one red flag for fucking sure is someone who is too clingy. Yeah. Someone who has a desperate need to know where you are all the time, all day, multiple times a day. Um, when you're entering that relationship, because that's a habit, they're going to keep up. So whatever you kind of um, non-verbally, okay, whatever you kind of non-verbally approve, that's going to be their behavior for the duration of that relationship. And the only time that y'all are going to have problems is when you start to realize that and not like it. But I feel like, one, when people are extremely needy, um, that's like a super red flag right there because it's like, what is wrong with you that you need to be this close to me? Um, Second red flag? Um, hmm, I would say... Probably because of the way that de- the generation is now, um, someone that is maybe too attached to their phone, mm. like take their phone in the bathroom, and the, you know they have it with them all the time. Because you kind of have to wonder, like, what's why do you see? Why do you need to have this all day, every day, um, and not be able to take some kind of break? And then because those little things pop up in the relationship. Where you need him to, you need his undivided attention, but he can't do that because he's scrolling something or he's looking at, you know, it's just the era of just giving somebody your undivided attention is very, I mean, it's kind of diminishing now because you have a timeline that's way more interesting than that conversation. So, um, I just think someone that may be too attached to their phone is another red flag. Um, I think also just when people talk about like honesty, um, and transparency or whatever, you have to pay attention, I guess, to how people are transparent with you. Right. And the reason why I said it is because people feel like, okay, because I tell you who I am, you have to accept it. Mm. And that's not true. (laughs) You know, you don't have to accept you think just because you're being transparent and that you're putting it out there on the table that you're this way that someone has to accept it and that you get the kudos for being honest or, you know, being transparent with that person and saying, hey, this is my problem. These are my issues. But um, just to have people not really receive that well, you um, is also a thing. It's just being, when people are trying to be genuine or honest with you, just see how they're trying to be genuine and honest with you. Because if you're saying, okay, yeah, I date other people before we get into this relationship, I date other people. I'm smashing three of them raw. That's cool. Right? <laughs> like, Just because you told me doesn't mean that, you know what I'm saying? And so you have a lot of girls or women who will say, Oh, you know that's kind of crazy, but you know, I guess that's fine. Cause you're dating okay, then you've approved him his behavior being that way. So later down the road, when you want to change it and you don't like it anymore and you want to be more exclusive, that's why you have to look back on the things that you approved. Um, like I said, it's not always verbal. A lot of times we just non-verbally agree with things yeah. um, until you realize like that's not where a place you wanted to be. So I think those are like my personal three.
0: What are yours? Mine first one is that you know how when you first get into a relationship with somebody, you guys kind of talk about previous relationships. If they blame everything, <laughs> every single problem on their ex, that's a oh, red flag to
1: sure. me. for sure. Sure. For yeah. sure you know they were angels sure.
0: they didn't do anything they came home you know they they perfect yeah and every single problem was on their ex that's just because to me that that shows that not only did you not really learn anything about yourself in your previous relationship that there's right. probably some deep-seated shit that i'm finna deal with it i don't just feel like dealing with very true so very, very, very
3: true.
0: <laughs> um that's one for sure um the next one is someone who's like extremely clingy in the sense that like if they don't have twenty-four hour access to you almost, it triggers them. That shit mm-hmm. like I can't I can't do that. Like if we if we go mm-hmm. three hours without talking and you like in a in a tizzy, no, nah, that's gonna be the last conversation we have. I'm just letting you know right now.
1: I I had a friend whom I won't say who it is. You'll probably listen to the show, but I have a friend who was in a relationship with a girl that needed to contact him. So they needed to talk on the phone on the way to work, at work on her lunch break, on her way from home, when they got home. And then for any reason, if he had to be away from her, she was like pouting and just... And I used to be like, yo, I'm a woman. I like affection. I like to be needed, but not like that. Like, it's not so prevalent that i i have to have you 24 7 like like you said like i can go mad hours and not talk to you yeah. because when we do talk you got some shit to tell me now yeah. um the whole sitting on the phone listening to each other breathe or on facetime just doing shit not really communicating it's kind of like you're wasting time i see phone calls as an opportunity to one just see how people are and but that's usually if a significant time has passed. Yeah. Um. So I've just never been like a clingy person. And I don't like when people do it to me. And I've had people do that even in a friendship. Yeah. Like people just get attached to you. And it's like, damn, nigga. <laughs> like, damn. I need like a, a break from you. So that when we do talk, we have something to talk about
0: and I, and I think too, a lot of people. That's because they don't know how to truly connect. That's like they feel like that's connecting, and it's often not, um, because we can be on the phone all day, and what are, if we really ain't talking about shit? Then we ain't fucking connecting, like
2: right.
0: Um, Wasting time. That's just a waste of time and making it more difficult. Um, and then another thing, another red flag to me, especially in women, and I hope nobody gets offended with this, but a woman who doesn't really know how to offer anything but sex mm. is an issue and often often that's caused by a previous man so I don't want to just make it seem like like men will call will cause that in women because they make it think like that that's that's what men are after so they'll offer that up and it's like, they're almost taken aback by a man who isn't always thinking about sex, who's like, no, I want to sit down. Let's talk. Let's rap. What are your goals? What are this? Like, we ain't got to have sex. Let's just chill." Like, they're taken aback by that. But to me, that's a red flag because not necessarily saying you need to run away from a relationship, but you need to figure out what in their life or what previous situations that they had or relationships that they had they feel like sex is all they really have to offer. When often that's not – that's never the case. So –
1: Wow, that is a great point, because that definitely is a red flag. Um, But I think, I mean, I feel like that kind of goes under the clingy umbrella, um, because it's, like you said, like, I mean, I think I've said this on a, a previous episode, but women have this chameleon factor about us where we just always want to be wanted. So we'll just, we're willing to morph into anything and anybody to be wanted and needed um and so if I have to morph into a sex addict if I have to morph into someone that's like super sexual to get your attention that's what I'm gonna do and so you have women who feel like if I lead with that and show you that I'm about that and I'm straightforward and I'm not about games again it's like a false sense of transparency and you kind of and you're like, oh, okay, you're kind of taken aback by it, you know what I'm saying? They think just because they're being honest and they're telling you, hey, I like sex and uh, what's up with that dick or whatever it may be. It's like, yeah, that's a little bit too much for a lot of people. And so they kind of either they feel like something's wrong with you for mm-hmm. not accepting their advances, um, or you'll have a woman who will completely turn into a turtle because a man... Uh, deny them of whatever you know what I'm yeah. saying sexually they'll just clam back up and like oh oh, you didn't like that yeah. <laughs> okay um, again it's that morphing thing that women do a lot so um, yeah that's a great point
0: alright well that's all I got you got anything else before we get into our break and come back with these crazy ass emails
1: <laughs> oh no <laughs>
0: yeah. so we're going to take a brief break and we're going ri- to be right back with yeah this shit is wild like y'all are outdoing y'all selves i feel like it's it's a competition and it's not way. my
1: fault and don't strike that <laughs> rumor. It is fair enough.
0: Fallacies. fair enough we'll be right back after this
3: what's up everybody this is dan aka dan on drugs
1: and i am afro becky aka afro becky and we are the black law
3: and legalize podcast, podcast a weekly legal podcast And our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky.
1: Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday.
3: Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available.
1: Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast.
0: So check us out.
3: Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and this is where we answer emails from some of our crazy ass listeners and yeah this 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 mm. week is interesting uh tanya miss tanya d is gonna read the first one go ahead and take it away
1: i am i am all righty so this email says is not enough sex reason enough to end an otherwise perfect relationship which is a very good question um my boyfriend and i have been dating for a little over a year he is wonderful and i love just about Every aspect of our relationship, except for how often we're intimate. We've talked about it openly and he's aware of how I feel. And I know he's trying, but I can't help but feel disappointed when another week rolls around and we haven't fooled around or even a little. That, we were talking about red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, his reasoning is that we don't see each other often enough and we're both pretty busy. We also do a lot of other activities, traveling, hiking, et cetera, and are often tired. Don't care. My issue with that is that I usually spend the entire weekend at this place and sometimes at weeknights. Um, it feels obvious to me that there is plenty of opportunities. Honestly, a quickie is a thing for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Okay.
2: laughs>
1: she is trying every avenue to get some dick. All right. Um, she said, and I've mentioned that... Uh, what? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me just... It feels obvious to me that there are plenty of opportunities, and I've mentioned that it it doesn't always have to be full-on sex. Full-on sex, again, She's <laughs> is just in. trying to get something. Um, a quarter of dick, uh, an ounce, if you will.
2: Like,
1: she's trying to get something out of this man, but he is not obliging. Anyway. But it feels like sex is never on his radar. He also thinks that we're having an average amount of sex, which, based on my experience, I disagree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She is mad. Based on
1: my experience, meaning, hello, I'm also in a relationship with you, and I know we don't fuck (laughs) this average as you think. Anyway... Uh she says he's otherwise incredibly sweet. We cuddle often and are almost always caressing in some way. So it's not that he's not a physical person. On average, we have sex about once a week, but sometimes it goes longer. He's been smoking weed a little more frequently, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I met my witch in because I don't want to grow to resent him in every other way. Uh, I don't want to go to resent him. In every other way, he's everything I didn't know I wanted or needed. I feel helpless because it turns into this cycle where if I bring up the fact that we haven't had sex recently, it feels like I'm accusing him, and that sure as hell kills any potential mood. I don't want to lose my best friend and the person I can see myself spending my life with over sex. That is pretty great when it actually happens. Please, any advice? I <laughs> need help for advice? hostess oh sweet bitch listen (laughs) i feel bad for her because she is trying everything just to get more of it and even bringing up the fact that she wants um just more penile action and and he's kind of like no i think we do it enough stop asking me (laughs) um i think that if you have been very clear, like one, if sex is important to you, I think we have to kind of lay out what's important to us and what isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, If you get into a relationship and you know that sex is very important to you and that person is not holding up their end of that, and they're also unwilling to compromise, that's really the biggest thing that I'm getting from this, this, this email is just that He is completely unwilling to compromise with her. She's saying, okay, what about a quickie, like, just half a dick? Okay, just put the head in. Two times, seven pumps in a grind. What can we do so that we can get closer to having the sex? And he's basically like, nope, once a week is all you're going to get, sis. Um, So I'll see you (laughs) this time next week. (laughs) And I think that I know that he is otherwise um, a great partner and everything, but clearly sex is a priority to you. And I think that one, you need to be very clear that, Hey, sex is pretty important to me on a scale of a hundred out of our relationship. It is a smooth 42%. It's pretty significant. So if you're not providing 42% of that 100, you know, that's failing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If you're not providing that, you're failing as a boyfriend. I don't care what all these other needs that you're meeting. That's also one of my needs that you're unwilling to compromise with. And I feel like if it was on the reverse where a man's not getting enough sex, the man's not thinking like, oh, well, what about a quickie? What about like half the pussy? What about like, what, what can I do? No, he's gonna find it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just everywhere like vagina is a plenty and i think for for men i think it's a lot easier for men that they're not getting what they want one place to not break an emotional tie and just get that 42% somewhere else mm-hmm. um i mean of course they men have destroyed their entire lives and families doing this yeah. but they do it and so for a woman because women are kind of seen at these these demure beings that need men and we can't be sexually liberated and things like that. So you have a girl that's like, hey, I'm trying to fuck. And you're not trying to do that. And I think anytime you skirt around that or you sit down and talk to a person and you address the thing that's really causing a problem and they are just shutting down like a three-year-old and putting their hand over their ears and like, I don't want to hear you. It's probably time to maybe reevaluate your relationship and I know you may not want to do that. But... He has to know how serious you are. And if you keep just letting it go by and just being dick deprived, then I mean, it's just going to lead for other bad things to happen. So I feel like I would, I would hate to do it, but I probably would threaten to break up. Maybe not because I don't, I don't want to break up, but I want to just threaten to see if maybe that'll motivate you to give me more dick. Mm -hmm. Um, But if, like I said, being with someone that is completely unwilling to compromise, they may
0: as well be failing at everything else and everything every i want to say this before i go on my little rant everything you said is sensible i agree with and it's the advice that people sensible people should follow in this situation however however i'm about about to put on my petty roosevelt hat so i'm about to say fuck all that this is what you do right you buy you the the biggest dildo that you can handle and the next time you ask him for sex and he says no you say okay and you just go and you masturbate with the dildo and you have the loudest orgasm and you tell him what you're about to do. That will kick in his natural instinct to be like, oh, damn, did she come like that off the, I can't, I can't have that shit. You do that two or three times. I guarantee you that it won't be an issue. No more.
1: You... So you're saying just go buy toys, masturbate loudly, and just hope that nigga gives a fuck. No,
0: you, you fuck do it in front of him if you have to, but you, the next time you ask for some dick, you say, all right, I'm a, I'm going to, I'm about to go masturbate right now. I'll be back in about five to 10 minutes. Or you do it right there. Yes, you do. I'm telling you, it'll work.
1: Also, girl, you can just go to the gas station and slip one of them little extendo pills in, like, one of his drinks or something. Like, <laughs> some Simply Lemonade. See? Just drop it right uh, in there. And then all of a sudden, he'd be like, wow, I'm, like, super aroused. And she like, what you gonna do about that? You see how you can kind of drug your boyfriend a little bit. Don't do that, guys. <laughs> Don't do that. But, um, I mean, I feel like, yes... Yeah, she should try more, but I feel like that; those other things are just like, yo, I'm not spending fifty dollars on a dildo because you don't want to fuck me. Um, I feel like that's a very serious issue <laughs> that you saying. can't resolve with um a silicone cock. I don't think you so, can.
0: So, if you, if you're, if you and. Un- we, we know you. you, I don't think you have this. Issue.
2: Hypothetically.
1: But
0: hypothetically, you and your boyfriend, yes. your boyfriend said he wanted more sex. You wasn't feeling it. If he whipped his dick out and started jacking off right in front of you and took care of himself, went about his business, is like, oh, okay, babe. And started doing that repeatedly, you don't think you'd step your game up?
1: I don't think I would step my game up. I think we would have a problem. <laughs> I think it's not the same. I'm just saying. It's not the same. You just to help can't whip it out even though i like to see it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> not mad at the imagery <laughs> and the effort. I'm not mad at that. Um, but also like, I kind of get it, you know, there I'll be, I'll be honest. Like there has been times where I'm just not in a sexual mind frame. Like I have things going on in my life and I just, my mind is just thinking about being aroused, you know, sometimes other things are going on, um, that it's just creating some type of blockage in the sex drive. Mm. And I feel like that happens often. I feel like yeah. people don't talk about that enough. It's just that sometimes not depression or sometimes it does, but different things that can happen to you mentally definitely has an effect on your sex drive. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, there are cases where he's just not into it because he's thinking about some shit he gotta do and resolve. And he's like, he's in problem solving mode and he's not thinking about getting vagina. Um or he could just be blowing somebody else's back out and he have no See, energy well, to give. Don't plant
0: anything. that seed. Don't plant this seed. Let's not plant that seed. <laughs> I not need yet. to lay
1: out all the options that this could be <laughs> because and oh man she would be sick if she found out the reason he can't is it's because he's, he's th- literally drained and tired from fucking somebody else sis i hope that's not the case but see i was trying to go comical like you
0: you just took it to a dark place like but it's it's it's. i mean anything's a possibility let's hope it's not let's hope the man is on she the is up, and up
1: exhausting yeah so Who knows? But I hope that's not the case. And my advice is just to be more deliberate and to threaten him.
0: And my advice is to is to masturbate violently and loudly. But, you know, potato, potato.
1: Don't listen to him. All
0: right, let's get into our next one. Oh, God, I don't even want to read the title of this one. That's when you know it's bad is when the title just gives you the EBGB. So the title of this email that came in is Kissing Cousins. Yep, we're going there. Um, so this email reads: It just starts off. Cousin is, I'm guessing my cousin is. My cousin is from the West Coast. He's going to a school in the East Coast. His school is about four hours by bus from us, and he's coming in town for Thanksgiving. His parents own a business in Italy, so he would come over and stay with us a lot, and we've o- we have always been really close. When I was younger, I had a lot of acne. I look much better now. And it got to the point where a lot of people couldn't bear to look at me in the eye. But he was the only guy that didn't care and would make me feel so much better about myself. And he was also the first guy that I have ever kissed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, last year he came down for Christmas, and that's when we first had sex together. And it was absolutely amazing. I've been with two other guys before my cousin, but they were nothing compared to him. Every other guy that I've been with can't match the intensity I feel with my cousin. The problem we have though, is that after he leaves, we run out of things to talk about. He is a good bit older than me. So we run out of things to talk about. After I ended up getting Snapchat, we'd exchange pictures, but it doesn't really work out if you only meet each other's during holidays. Well, He's going to be coming today. Oh, he's going to be coming today in the evening, and we we'll and we'll be staying till Sunday morning. I understand that until he is done with school, it will be hard for us to have any serious type of relationship with your cousin. Um, but the thing is, cause school is the only
1: problem <laughs> yeah, yeah, in this scenario. Yeah, the only problem.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, I want to lay the groundwork so after he does graduate, he sees me as a relationship prospect. I would like him to to maybe move and work down here after he graduates school. Now, before you start judging me for having sex with my cousin, let me tell you, we are both adults and I don't care. I love him and I can't control that he is my cousin. I'm not planning on making babies with him anytime soon, anytime soon. No. So please don't tell me about my chances of defects. Me and him don't care. We don't take our relationship public because we know society judges people for their sexuality. So we keep it behind closed doors. I'm hoping you both can be tolerant, can be a tolerant, liberal place, can be a tolerant, liberal place. Won't make attack us, won't attack us or for our relationship. Also because I know many may ask, "Yes, we are black/african american. I'll be fucked." Woo! I got nothing. Like I, I, I the, so in like there's so much fucked up with this s- scenario. Not only is he your cousin, he's a bit older than you. Um so it seems like there may be some manipulation going on around here. So when you had acne, he 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 built you up, said you were beautiful and kissed you and slept with you. I'm sorry, I don't know your cousin, but this seems like creep-like behavior. It seems like he knew what he was doing in this, in my opinion. But maybe that's just me. But on top of it, you're having fucking sex with your cousin.
1: Um, <coughs> I, it's very seldom. I'm lost for words. Um, but this is definitely one of those goddamn cases. All right, let me start from the goddamn beginning. Um, I don't care about West Coast. All that stuff doesn't matter, right? She seasoned this up with a lot of good things. And let me tell you something. You can't tell me how to respond to some shit like this. Mm -hmm. And I hope you both will be. You can't control how I'm going to be because you wrote some silliness to us right now. Not because you're asking, well, you're kind of giving us this information. But in the email, you're telling us, don't talk shit about me fucking my cousin. Okay, now, what's your advice? (laughs) And my advice is you should probably stop fucking your cousin. That's, a that's like, top up there. Um, <laughs> it's just to stop fucking your cousin. But what I do want to know is, like, what number cousin is this? Um, like, is it first cousin? Is it, like, seventh cousin removed? Like, me and Beyonce? Like, what is it? Um, because that matters. And I know I probably sound crazy. But when it's, like, your sixth cousin, like, crazy? <laughs> anymore are you you don't know you don't know but that's like your mama your mama's sister son that's way what are you doing what are you doing now again she's saying don't talk shit about me fucking my cousin we are adults and um basically the only problem she saw in this was that school was becoming a little bit in between their relationship Mm -hmm. and it's like girl if you wanted to fuck your cousin you should not have wrote in Um, if you wanted to fuck your cousin in peace, I'll say that. Um, but so long as you have told me, you don't get to dictate my response. And I feel like if you're going to keep fucking your cousin and you don't care what we say, then, I mean, that's null and void because there's nothing we can offer you because you've already made your mind up. So, I mean, I honestly don't even know what they're asking per se. Because it seemed like you t- just kind of want to give us an update <laughs> on your um, cousin fuckage. I don't know. But I have nothing over here if you're just hell bent on fucking your auntie's son. I don't know. I feel I like know. this.
0: This is how I feel. Like um...
1: Take your time, pastor.
0: <sighs> so it's one of those situations in which I think someone is really writing in just that they hope by chance someone is going to support their decision because there's really nothing. we there, There's nothing right in this situation. There's nothing right about it at all. And not even remotely. Like, you, it's you, not you, like
1: we're adults. So it shouldn't even matter. So then why send in family. the email?
0: Why send in the email? I mean, I listen, there's a lot of rights that we are given in this country. One of them, I guess is fucking your cousin. Cause it's not illegal. But at the same time, there's some moral things that just should not happen. Like there's some, some shit that you just technically, should not do
1: family and she said that well we're not gonna have kids anytime soon. anytime
0: soon so that you're still it's still a thought um and you're, and you're look it's wrong i i get it you put it at the end that we're black african-american because most people will read this and be like oh this is some white people in montana type shit but at the same time you're fucking your cousin like I don't, I don't even understand at what point in your head does that line get crossed and you think we're good here.
1: Oh, I really love this guy. Can can Mm. you take your penis,
0: take your (laughs) penis out and stick it inside me.
1: I just, okay. So I think maybe when you're younger, but even then you really do understand who your cousins are and what that means and that your family. So, um, This is just a very difficult, because, okay, so the last, one of the few lines, I would like him to maybe move and work down here after he graduates, and it's like, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do, just do that shit over there, and don't tell people that you're cousins. So long as you do that, I think you'll be fine, but if you're trying to get some approval or pass to keep fucking your cousin, um, this just ain't the show for that.
0: Mm. So. And you, and you know, what's funny because like me and my first cousins are like really close, but we all look alike. What if they look alike? What if they got the same last name? See, no, We're, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm sorry, ma'am, who wrote this in. I don't want to make fun of you. Like I never really want to do that, but some shit is just honestly wrong and creepy and disgusting. And there's a lot of this in this email. Wait, a lot of she it.
1: says. Every other guy I have been with can't match the intensity I feel with my cousin. That's because you share a blood lineage. <laughs> that's why. That's why you feel so close. It's because you're family. Mm. <laughs> all right. Whew, child. The um, family penis. I don't even want to tell you good luck. I hope people find out on Facebook and mm. ruin everything for you. Yeah. I hope all your family tag y'all in pictures and shit. On
0: Facebook, I hope this gets out so the people can know. If so, I know you don't have kids. Let's say you have kids. Your, kid, mm-hmm. your kids, twenty-five years old, they're like, "I want you to meet my boyfriend." Break just just to kind of warm you up. They come and you and they walk in with their cousin, and you're like, well, "I thought you were bringing your boyfriend." And they're like, "Well, this is what I wanted to tell you, mom. How quickly do you punch the dude and kick your kid out the house because they both got to go?"
1: You know. <sighs> I really would just be trying to figure out what I need to wear on the way to jail. Um, I'm going to probably do my makeup real good for my mug shot because um, it's going to be some type of physical assault because <laughs> I need to know what I fucked up at that you felt like it was okay to date your family member, knowing it's your family member. This isn't a case where it's like long distance. You didn't know this was your family and then you found out and no. You've known from the very black ass beginning that this is your family, and you kind of both of you was just like nah, family schmamely. <laughs> Fine. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> oh man,
1: I have nothing for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, the shit that we get on this podcast, I'm done. I
1: only want to say good luck. No, because no, no,
0: no, no, this problem to stop. Yeah, wow, you wow. did this.
2: You
0: did this. Listen, you picked this. I didn't pick this. This was. Well, what do you want me to? So if we get this scent. You think I'm not gonna put it on the show? This is too juicy not to put on the damn show. <laughs> like I'm gonna put it on the show.
1: I mean, yeah, but these people
0: are. Nuts. Yeah, I would like uh, to know what what city you guys. Look, you know what? It doesn't even fucking matter. Um, I got nothing else. Does to it
1: end with Bama? <laughs> does the state you live in? <laughs> In with Hennessy, in Mississippi, mm. <laughs> what is that state?
2: Mm. That's
1: what we need to get to the bottom of because they are breeding people who don't care about fucking about their families. We need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's deep, man. I, I got nothing else. You you got anything else you want to tell the people, uh, give to them before we um, go?
1: Well, the people can find me on the Twitter machine at IamQueenT, I am Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on the Instagram. Don't like more than five pictures because what does that mean? Mm. And um, yeah, check out my other podcast, Urban Sweet Talk with myself and Lady M417. And we just, you know, carry on. Mm-hmm. That's all we do over there. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I got. All
0: right. I got nothing. Don't fuck your cousin. I, I I I would think that that does, that goes without being said, but apparently it needs to be said to some people. So she grown. Uh, yeah, she you're right. Care. You're grown. The motherfuckers is grown. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO You can follow us collectively at Love Lust B A S Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and that's it for this week. I, I gotta go take a shower. can people
1: find your model page?
0: I don't have one because I'm not a model. Thank you very much.
1: Sure.
0: Alright <laughs> I'm out y'all I love y'all Peace Bye I know uh, Can be like this Say
2: what I uh, love you, baby. you see I know That a secret Can be like this Say what Love you,
3: see, I know That a secret Can be like this You feel me uh, I know Can
2: be like this. Did anybody see
3: you? Coming to my house last night. When I got your message in my beer. That you wanna do everything
2: I like. Alright, alright.